Well, welcome to another episode of Get Unstuck, Live Happy and Free. I hope everybody's doing great out there today. It's another day to uh, try and find solutions to some of our problems, and I hope that uh, myself and our guests can be part of doing that for you. Uh, that's what we're here for. It's not a kid's show, so you can get the kids out of the room because you might get into some uh, serious matters, might even curse once in a while. Um, but it is an adult show and we're here to help everybody out there get through those struggles of this sometimes difficult and crappy life. So we'll try and look at the much brighter side of things and build your toolbox so that you can have something to go to when you feel stuck and you just want to check out and get out of your problems and issues. And hopefully we can help with that. I know one thing that helps me is having some uh, fun things around, um, like some mantras or sayings on a coffee mug or on a mouse pad or whatever. So do check out uh, our friends over at Studio 17 Designs. They've got great mantras. Just go into their inspirations collection. If you go to redbubble.com and just search studio and then the number 17 and designs with the letter Z at the end of it and uh, look at their inspirations collection, you will find a whole bunch of good stuff there. So anyway, um, go ahead and check them out and uh, look at the stuff in the description, uh, support the show however you can, and we're going to get right into it today. So I'm going to do what I normally do. And since we're live on the air right now, what I'd like to do is just welcome our guests right into the room. And I always let them go ahead and introduce themselves uh, so that we're sure that we get the name right. And since we are just audio only, um, I can see our guest today, um, but you can go ahead and, um, uh, and kill your uh, cam there just so it doesn't, uh, just has, doesn't uh, make a delay happen. Um, but we've got them in the room now. I really appreciate them coming on board today. So I'll let uh, them go ahead and introduce themselves and let us know where they're calling in from and what it is that they actually do. How are you doing today, Marnie? Oh, I'm great. Hey, Rick, thanks for having me on Get Unstuck. Um, I'm actually streaming right now from the Caribbean where I live. Um, you know, I moved here about three years ago after a lifetime in the Chicago, Illinois suburbs. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I retired from a wonderful career as a high school special education teacher with 12 of those years as a university adjunct graduate school professor. And, um, you know, I went through a big life change. Um, I decided to uh, leave my American dream. And mm -hmm. um, I chose to get divorced. I got I, I needed to get unstuck from a a very toxic situation. And um, somehow I was given the strength and courage to do so. And, um, you know, despite the significant losses uh, that resulted um, from my decision, I feel that, you know, I was put on a path to lead a, a, a happy and beautiful life. And so now I'm an author of many books and, um, you know, just really uh, 
going through and understanding what I've been through and, and found writing to be extremely healing on my journey. Wow, that's amazing. Well, you certainly have an amazing story and a great journey that I'm sure will be helpful to our listeners out there who do feel like they're stuck in a certain situation and they're afraid to, you know, take the steps to get out of it, or they have no idea how to even, you know, go about doing that. So I can't wait to ask you lots of questions about that. Um, and what I like to do, um, you know, with all my guests is I just get right into it and start out and just ask the simple question of, you know, what is there any, and you've already touched on them, but was there any particular times in life where, you know, a moment came about, um, and I guess it did for you, uh, because you said, I, you know, I gave up that American dream, which, which is a great dream, but it really ends up being a trap too, for many of us um, who go after something, whether it's the American dream or something else. And we kind of lose sight of, um, you know, being happy or fulfilled along the way of that journey. We just keep focusing on that damn end goal so much, don't we? Um, and uh, it kind of blinds us. And then sometimes we even reach that goal and we say, gee, it took me, you know, five, 10 years to do that. And it was kind of a nightmare to get here. And it's not all what I thought it was. Right. Um, so I'm just curious, was there a particular point or a particular, you know, event or anything that really made you, you know, kind of plop down in that chair and say, holy crap, uh, this is it. It's time to do something. Um, and what was it that, uh, you know, you did in order to try and start that journey on making it better? Uh, yes, most definitely. There was, you know, a defining moment where enough was enough. And, um, you know, like many of us, many men and women are, are in kind of unhealthy situations, whether it's a marriage, a partnership, a family situation, even a work environment, right. uh -huh. you know, uh, my situation really can kind of transcend many other people's situations. And I think what happens is we, we have that goal in mind. I wanted to be a mother so bad. I wanted to have the perfect family. And, you know, I thought I was doing all of the right things. It's just, you know, I believe I was, but I wasn't paying attention to red flags along the way that would, you know, illuminate me to realize that I was kind of living in a false reality. And I think there are many reasons why people stay in situations. Um, and, and many times they're very honorable reasons why you stay, right? Uh, you really believe you are doing the right thing. But it's also very hard when you're a, you know, an honest, loving, empathetic person who has values, like in my case of um, fiscal responsibility and, you know, fidelity and um, just, you know, honesty and compassion and commitment, that type of thing. When those values are what you have, you tend to sort of think that other people you surround yourself with have those same values when not everyone right. does. Right. So yeah. it's so easy just to ignore. And I think, you know, yes, I had a defining moment that, you know, the light bulb went on and, you know, um, I actually, my reaction was to go radio silent because I, I um, was kind of shocked that, 
you know, some of the confessions and revelations that were put in front of me. Um, and, you know, I, there was some fear involved. I knew I needed to escape this. I just didn't quite know how, and I was kind of fearful of what the repercussions would be. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure that, uh, you know, the same for so many of us. I've had that same situation, situation in life and, you know, different things, whether it's uh, in work, and where you're like, gee, this has been years, and it's, uh, you know, not where I want it to be. And you're scared, of course, uh, you know, uh, how do I jump ship? How do I get out of this? What's the future going to be if I, if I do do that? And every time you you know, you sort of practice that muscle, right? Um, in life, um, it gets a little bit easier next time to do it. And it shortens that amount of time that you are stuck and you can get unstuck a little bit quicker. Um, and I like to try and be as practical as I can with tips and, you know, just thoughts on, on the show and advice for people and, and talk a lot about, um, you know, specific things like taking a, a, a VIA test, you know, values in action or, um, you know, any kind of personality test for yourself to, to give yourself kind of a guideline of like, well, uh, that job didn't work out. So before I get into the next job, maybe I should see what's really important to me, right? So you can take like, you know, these online quizzes uh, to, to say to yourself, well, what's really important to me is you know, giving back in my work or feeling like I'm part of something bigger. I realized that now by taking these little surveys. Um, so when I look for another job, uh, I want to make sure that one element of that job is that I can be doing something that I feel is contributing to the greater good, for example, um, or things like uh, CBT uh, therapy, which anybody can Google. And, and that's, you know, something that can help you retrain your thought patterns or look at what your core beliefs might be and see like, hmm, is there something from maybe early on that I developed a belief about something that isn't working for me well now, whether that was something that, you know, a parent taught you just out of the goodness of their heart with good intentions, but it doesn't match you now as an adult. And you have to somehow, you know, overcome that core belief so that you can live a happy and fulfilling life, you know, now as an adult. So I'm just curious for yourself when, you know, these kind of big moments came, came for you, um, did you already have kind of tools that you could go to, uh, to help you? Or were you like most of us where you were like, crap, now what do I do? And you start searching and try and find things to help you make those moves or make those decisions. So I'm just curious what those things might've been for you that helped you because hopefully they could help somebody else out there. Well, that, you know, that's a great question. And I, I think that, you know, I'm in the latter situation where I was just kind of shell shocked even though, you know, like I said, I did have so many red flags um, that I just ignored, um, whether it was consciously or subconsciously. But I think, you know, what you mentioned about having to kind of reevaluate, step back and kind of look at your role in situations or what, you know, when you talked about 
you know, in a business situation of taking some tests and trying to figure out your strengths and does it match up with, you know, your career goals, you know, in relationships, I think that it's extremely important for you to go back into your own family of origin and your, you know, do a deep dive into your core beliefs or your childhood wounds to see what made Mm -hmm. you a target for, you know, being abused, what made you an overgiver or an extreme empath, um, so much so that you would allow almost three decades to go by where you're accepting bad behavior and, you know, unethical, you know, dealings when really that's not who you are. So I think it's, it's very critical, um, and, and it usually happens, you know, after you kind of get through the, um, the shell-shocked phase of just, you know, survival mode of just trying to pick up the pieces of, of you know, in my case, it was the decision that I made. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, but I think it's very important for you to go back and kind of just so you don't, you know, um, you don't make the same mistakes or you don't, um, you know, again, miss red flags that are just glaring. And, you know, I'm very fortunate that I did not, you know, even though I, um, you know, did eventually uh, become involved in another relationship, which has just been very, very positive, so very different than what my marriage was like, um, you know, with a friend, a trusted person, you know, that just has turned out to be an amazing life partner. Mm. I'm, I'm very fortunate. Um, I think that there are many, many stories of men and women that, you know, leave a toxic situation, uh, sometimes even a dangerous domestic abuse right. situation that jump right back into kind of yeah, the, the same, same thing. patterns. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, when you talk about that, um, you know, thinking, wow, I was in that much longer than I wanted to be or should have been. And I certainly can see that in, in certain things in my life too, where I say, oh God, I was there for three years longer than I should have been, right? Um, I'm just curious for yourself, um, since it was a, a long time and, and you say you did miss some red flags, um, obviously you go about it differently now, but what are your suggestions for people out there who, you know, they are in something, whether it's a job or relationship or whatever it might be, um, maybe, you know, you can talk specifically about what it was for you, but, um, you know, for folks that maybe they are feeling like, well, I'm not you know, really happy in this, or I'm not fulfilled in this. Um, and I know you mentioned, you know, red flags, but I'm, I'm kind of a big believer in maintenance, you know, and it's kind of checking in with yourself along the way, um, whether that's, you know, with your health or your mental health or your career goals. Um, so I'm just curious if you have any suggestions on, uh, you know, looking back now, like, is there anything that you would suggest people do every, you know, once a year, you know, or every five years or whatever, and, and, and examine that situation and say, huh, am I getting out of this what I want, you know, um, you know, maybe is there a way to see um, these issues or problems earlier on and start to address them so that it doesn't end up being such a long time, or the problems 
getting so much bigger, um, uh, you know, as time goes on. Thank you.